What a beautiful thing it is to be able to stand tall and say, I fell apart and I survived. This is Sincerely Yours, and I'm your host, Cece Denno. Hello, pen pals, and welcome to Sincerely Yours, Black Mirror Edition. This is a podcast about making sense and making it through life where I provide tips and tricks and helpful suggestions along the way. We always have quotables at the beginning of every single podcast. The one for this one was found on my Pinterest board because I no longer have any quotables from you guys. I would love to read your quotable if you have a favorite quote or a song lyric or a group of words that have meaning to you feel free to send them in. Um, the email is sincerely yours at writeme.com or you can find me on social media. That's on on Instagram at ccknowsitall or on Twitter at sincerelyccd. So like I promised you guys, we have a Halloween episode coming up. I feel like it's still Halloween. It's early November and um, to keep with my tradition, I have broken down the show into three scary and frightful stories to share with you guys. And if you're familiar with Black Mirror, if you're not familiar, it is a show on Netflix that um, really dives deep into um, are like the possibility and alternate realities that technology plays in our lives. So, um, it's kind of like the twilight zone plus being modern with technology. And a lot of it is very terrifying. (laughs) We will watch an episode and then two days later, I'll be scared for my life. So, um, it's a great show. Um, it really puts a lot of things in perspective. It really brings a lot of questions about technology and the role it plays in our lives and what kind of impact it makes on us as humans, on our uh, society and our culture. Um, so a lot of things to think about. Um, but I also have some personal news to share. So let's get to it. We start out in a place that we're all familiar with, and that is a place I spend a lot of time that's on Instagram. And we find that it is so easy to play the comparison game when we're on social media. So if you find that social media is not good for your mental health because you are constantly wishing that you could live other people's lives. Other people's lives are so much more interesting. What you have to keep in mind is that it is a perfected newsreel of what people want you to see. And Um, The Instagram community that I'm a part of, we do a lot of behind the gram. So we do share a lot of items on the flip side. But if you find that you are 
playing the comparison game and it is affecting your mental health. It's making you into a bad mood and um, you're getting frustrated with where you are in life. I want you to take that comparison game and flip it upside down. So when we are playing the comparison game, what we want to do instead is we are going to look at what's possible. And it is an infinite amount of possibilities out there for your life, for your future, for what you want to do. And it is really empowering once you change the perspective and reframe what you're looking at, going from, oh, I wish that could be my life and making it rather, wow, that could be my life. Social media is a tool. It is a way for people to escape their reality and be immersed into other people's lives and While we utilize this tool to the best of our ability, we have to keep in mind that other people's successes and where they are in their life is accumulation of how they got there. So if someone has been running a business for five years, um, you're where you start, you're not going to be there because it's going to take you the time to get there. And really what people are showing is a roadmap of what you can use um, to accomplish what you want to accomplish. So if you look at what they did well and what their successes are and how they got there, then you can implement them in your own strategies and take you to a whole new possibility. Moving on, we're going to uh, imitate our own modern day, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So it is no secret that we are currently in a great economy that is chugging along and doing what it needs to do. And of course, there is surrounding this statement considering that We are living in a two-faced economy. It is doing really well for some and not good for others. And we're going to dive in and see exactly if we can figure out why that might be for some reasons. So I came across this article that explained that what really is missing in our modern day is natural storytelling and... I'm a huge fan of stories, and you guys know that. I did um, the hero's journey for one of my episodes, but we are so focused. We are a data-driven economy. We are a data-driven society, and it is really hard to look at anything past the numbers because they're so compelling. But what we need to remember is that we need to... Find the stories on the ground. Who is telling these stories on what they're experiencing? Ancillary and anecdotal information uh, can provide mountain and mountains of information. And it is no mystery that we 
are shifting towards a more STEM and science-based economy, but we really need to remember to keep those stories and keep those uh, narratives really alive. Where we are in 2019 is that the American consumer really is doing the heavy lifting on moving the economy going. There has been very little business investment. The business community is not interested in investing in their companies. There is very little R&D research going on. And yet the American consumer keeps spending and they'll spend until we don't know. And I listen to Marketplace every day, and this is Kyra's doll's big question is, how long can the American consumer continue to carry on the economy when we have uh, such little wage uh, increases and um, when people aren't moving around and there's so much devastation and trauma in people's lives, what And how are we going to reconcile um, our Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde economies? This last Black Mirror story I have to share is going to hit a little closer to home. Um, So... uh, I can start with I've I've been at my job for three years and within those three years there has been a lot of change with the company and I loved my team I loved coming to work every day the work um, I'm capable of doing it it is easy for me and I find that it is very engaging when it can be. And I was under a few um, stipulations for working there. So part of our bonus package, we were provided stocks um, that they gave us. Of course, the stocks would not be fully vested until after three years. So I was happy to wait for my three-year mark to come up for my stocks to be fully invested. Um, Another part of my employment agreement was that I was under a non-compete clause. So my non-compete clause left me, um, I was not able to go to a competitor in the same industry. So here I am enjoying my job waiting for my stocks to be fully vested and under a non-compete clause and they came in and let us go. They decided as a business decision to move our office to Pennsylvania and it was a very sad day to hear that I was leaving my job. So I feel like this is a story that falls into what our current atmosphere is, is that as workers, we really have no leverage. We 
In my situation, I could not leave the company and go to a competitor due to my non-compete. If I left, my stocks would not be fully vested. Uh, So why would I have any incentive to leave? Of course, um, this decision was made uh, well above my pay grade. And uh, um, it has been very, very... It's been a very couple hard weeks, <laughs> to say the least. Um, and uh, I feel that this is not unusual, that this is a part of our current landscape, is that we are completely powerless to big companies and big conglomerates and what benefit, what individual benefit do we get out of our lives when, when there's no company out there that will give you a 10% pay raise? The only way to get a 10% pay raise is to go to another company. And, um, I feel that it is hard if you are in an extremely specialized industry like when I did medical malpractice uh, here in Boston there's two companies there's the company that I worked at where I gained all my knowledge and there is a Harvard-based medical malpractice company if I wanted to stay in that field I would have to move another part of the country so there is a disconnect of there's so much power in our corporations today and I don't really know where this will lead us but um, if you have ever found yourself to be unemployed or laid off uh, I want you to know that you are not alone and (laughs) it really can happen to anyone I'm 10 years into my career and everyone says that, um, that it could happen to you and uh, that's why you have to be, um, well prepared at any time to always have a suit, always have your resume updated, to always be contacting your network and, um, yeah, um, it's definitely, definitely been an interesting time in my life. So there we go, our uh, quick uh, post-Halloween show (laughs) with uh, a black mirror twist to it Um, and also a life update. Um, This definitely has been the scariest time in my life, so why not horrify you guys with uh, me being laid off? Um, if you have any feedback for the show or want to share your story with me or share your quotable, please reach out. I love to hear from you guys. Um, but with that, I look forward to next time.